0: Say it again. Next Friday Friday, Friday. Friday, season three. Speaking of brothers, um we are putting together a comedy show tonight, uh this Friday. And this is actually going to be your first time. And so I thought about, well, this is a perfect opportunity for Patrick to be on the air and talk about, you know, um, trying something new. Patrick, Patrick, welcome back uh, to Fatherhood Friday Season 3. I think we're at Episode 10. Um glad to have you back. It's been a minute since you've been on the air, probably since I first started. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, man, I would say that was
0: around the time that we did the last podcast. Yeah. So definitely pleasure to be back. Yeah, and so... Um, you know, today we're doing an episode um, kind of centered around you, and I'm really excited um, because the last episode you did was Millennial Fathers on season one, and, and um, how did you enjoy that one? Um, and I, 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 it was just a pleasure just to be
1: on, man. Uh, you know, you being my brother, you know, anytime that uh, we can... Come together and do something, uh, you know, whether it be an interview for your podcast, you know, or like work on other things. It's always a pleasure, man. But uh, definitely, it's a. If we were to do that same podcast again, I'm sure I would have more information and insight about being a millennial father. Always (laughs) changing.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. I mean, the thing about being a father, it's always changing. It's always evolving. You're always learning new things and just becoming better at um, the, the position that, that God has given you. And so speaking of brothers, um, we are putting together a comedy show tonight, uh, this Friday, And Uh this is actually going to be your first time. And so I thought about, well, this is a perfect opportunity for Patrick to be on the air and talk about, you know, um, trying something new, being willing to step out of your comfort zone and do something you always wanted to do, but never had the courage to do or do something that people never would expect from you. So talk about a little bit why you decided to get into the world of comedy.
1: Well, so I have to tell you a funny, you know, little backstory. Um, great question, by the way. Um, but I've, I've always been viewed or looked at uh, growing up as a... Uh, uh, a boy or a young man that that always had something to say. <laughs> My mom used to just throw it out there that I was going to be a preacher. Uh, she was like, "Man, watch you just you just grow up and you know you're going to be preaching." You know, and I can see that. And so it was always just like you know, even at a very young age, um, always having something uh, very uh, impactful to say. I I, I guess you would. You know, one might say, um, never really a shy kid, pretty outspoken person. And uh, but as I've gotten older, you know, I've, I've realized that I'm kind of funny, you know, and uh, throughout the course of speaking to people and asking me like, hey, do you do comedy? I actually had a guy walk up to me last month, Shannon, uh, and some random guy, I didn't know him, and he said, you look like a funny guy. And I, he was like, do you comedy? And I, and I just laughed because it was like, all right, guys, you know, just that affirmation that I need to do this. So um not a preacher, but definitely got a lot to say, and I think I can do it in a way that comedy uh, will just be that vehicle for people to accept it.
0: Okay, okay. Um, and so... Do you think that this is something that is like a part of your bucket list or just something that you said, you know what, kind of like a person that bungee jumps, I did it in that lifetime. Or is this something you like, man, I'm trying to take this serious. I'm trying to, you know, take this as far as it can take me because, you know, you're in California. So, you you know, you can easily, you know, with with a couple of years under your belt, you know, make your way to Hollywood. Where, where do you see yourself taking comedy?
1: Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> this is everything. I have to look at it as, you know, nothing is my happy stand. So, yes, I live in California, uh, and I'm aware that two and a half hours now... Highway 5 um, I'm in Los Angeles and so like the opportunity is definitely there for me to do some bigger things um, I would answer your question though as far as this being is this is this something that is like a bucket list sort of thing or something that I'm really taking serious and definitely taking it serious this is this is uh, this is in my cards in terms of like I feel that this is my purpose. This is a part of me being able to... Like, I love helping people. Like, I'm, you know, you may already know this, Travis, but I'm a school counselor. Uh, And so it's always been in my, I don't know, my DNA, I guess, you know, to get technical, uh, to help people. And uh, I know comedy is another way of doing that. You know, there's a lot of good comics out there that, yeah, sure, like, they're, like, funny, but what they do for people is they give them weeks. um, and, uh, that's a part of who I am, um, and so I want to continue to, uh, do that, this is a part of me as a person, uh, I love, I, I can't lie, I am like, you know, having the stage, because I do, uh, I feel that I can be great at it, so, why not do it?
0: Why not do it? And so you're you're starting in a season where the coronavirus is still uh, prevalent. And so your first time getting on stage technically is going to be in your apartment through Zoom or, you know, and or Facebook live. How do you feel about that?
1: You know, I'm a little nervous, you know, I have to be honest. Um, yeah, I have children, very small children, and I have a, a beautiful wife that all uh, at various times calls for my attention, and sometimes it can get a little noisy, sometimes a little distracting. So, um, you know, doing this on a Zoom call is, is, is definitely a different platform that. I can't even tell you if I would use it if you weren't under COVID-19 right now. So, um, I'm looking at it as, hey, this is, where we're, this is what we're supposed to be doing right now. You know, looking at it as this is happening for me. You know, you know, this isn't happening to me. So, I'm embracing it and, uh, you know, we're going to see how it, you know, will happen. You know, definitely excited about it. This is, The Remedy, the first uh, Williams brother, you know, uh, you know, duo, you know, we're uh, teaming up on something big. So I'm definitely
0: excited about it. That's great, man. I mean, you know, any any comedian remembers their first time they they were on stage, you know, whether it was just at the school talent show whether it was a comedy club a bar uh, a backyard everybody remembers that first time when you know they they were on stage and so you you know you have the pleasure of your first time is going to be on a zoom call and so yeah uh you know it's going to be a little different and but i think it's something that you'll always uh remember you know for yourself talk about Um, your early influences of comedy, you know, as your older brother, you know, I was doing comedy, you know, about five to seven years and I still do comedy every once in a blue moon. Um, but a lot of my early influences, you know, were, were typical, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, Sinbad, Eddie Murphy, um, you know, um, just, just pretty typical comedy, um, talk about your early influences who did you listen to or who do you currently listen to
1: yeah um you know i would have to say that like you know i i have i must give credit to uh my family um the individuals that i spent a lot of time with like like your like yourself uh you know, like, I knew at a very young age that, like, you were funny, better the norm. <laughs> you know, you, you had uh, a uh, gift that was a little different from everyone else, so I would definitely credit you. I would also credit my Aunt Catherine. <laughs> my Aunt Catherine, uh, going over to her house, you know, spending, you know, Sundays and Saturdays, you know, like, weekends with my auntie were some of the most comical memories that my brother Michael and I uh, had. Uh, You know, we would laugh about things, laugh about current events and things going on in the family, but uh, as far as celebrities, you know, nowadays, you have a lot more people doing comedy because, you know, now there's the aspect of social media where you have people that literally take the, Instagram platform and make it their own. Uh, but uh, growing up, man, I was really inspired by Adam Sandler. Uh, probably one of the most, uh, you know, just funny actors that, comics out there. Uh, the, the Waterboy and uh, you know the other movie he did, uh, Big Daddy. I think is what the name of it was. Really funny. Uh, definitely, I would have to say Will Smith. Uh, just his his charisma. Um, you know, he is a dual threat, or I would even say a triple threat. You so know, he does a lot in in the movie and film business. Uh, but I, you know, I uh, yeah, but I, mean, I have a lot of different comics. George Lopez, George Lopez. But I grew up with a lot of Mexicans. But we grew up with a lot of Mexicans, from black and brown you know you know <laughs> some like uh comics
0: that I follow but I'm um, really versed them um, and I like Jim Carrey too, so well, I mean um, um you had mentioned something um the traditional comics versus uh the social media comics you know um the people that have made their way through vine or youtube or facebook or instagram what well, what do you think about those comics Versus the traditional ones you name, like George Lopez and uh, Adam Sandler and stuff like that. And I would say that they're really
1: smart in terms of utilizing the biggest platform that we have access to. I mean, it doesn't matter how much you uh, do. Stand up in person or you know, at the improv or you know, at a show. Um, when you put your comedy online with a platform like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, I mean, you're so much more effective in a sense where people know you. However, <laughs> there is a catch-22 with that. Um, but I think the best entertaining you nothing like, uh, being able to experience something firsthand, um, no internet, no Instagram, no YouTube can you change that, you know, that's my personal feeling, so, um, I'm definitely a person that is looking at, uh, wanting to do this in person and, and on, uh, platforms such as Instagram, you, I mean, excuse me, in person, not on social media, I'm more of a stand-up platform. But I'm
0: doing what I can during the time. So, do you. I respect it both ways, I guess you said. So, you respect both worlds. Do you see yourself um, more of the in person live, or do you see yourself eventually like creating short skits on YouTube or Vine or Instagram as a way to make people laugh? Oh, man. Well, I do have to say, I went
1: to Lincoln University. Uh, HBCU in Jefferson City, Missouri and I'm bringing that up because um, I'm a journalist um, so I love to write I love to create um eventually I uh, do want to create my own content uh, writing plays, you know movies either, you know, I would love to be a ghostwriter. I just like, that's where my true creativity lies, um but, um, yeah, you know, right now, I am in a season of wanting to, you know, use my voice. You know, wanting to help people with, with what I can say. Uh, so that's that's where we're at. Did I
0: answer that question? I mean, uh, I, I, I think you did. You know, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, uh, comedians have ghost writers, you know, um, whether they have one or allegedly like Kevin Hart, they might have five or 10, you know, um, because, you know, everybody hears your joke and, and you will find that as you, you know, start connecting with other comics and they hear your jokes, they'll be like, well, say it this way, add this, this would be funny if you would say this. And so everybody's giving you little, you know, one liners and hooks and, and you know beefing up the joke, um, you know as right. as you're working your material, uh, and so and so you know, and a lot of times some sometimes people have writers, and so you know this is a good way to be on a podcast because you can talk to people and say, hey, I can write jokes, you know some some of the well-known comedians have written jokes for Saturday Night Live and uh, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and um, 30 Rock. And, I mean, the list just goes on and on. You'd be surprised who is behind the scenes writing those jokes. And so are you saying you want your comedy to transition in that way?
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, you know... Definitely
0: a bigger vision, Um, but yeah, like you hit the nail right on the head, Um, I do want it to spread across all
1: platforms um, at some point, Um, so yeah. Okay, Um, so we have a show
0: tonight, it starts at 7.30 um, Pacific? Yes, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Okay, so that would be 8.30 Mountain Time, 9.30 Central Time, 10.30 Eastern Time, correct?
1: Correct. Everybody out there, take notes. Take take
0: notes. You don't want to miss it. Okay, and so being that this is your first time, you you might have three to five minutes, maybe more, I don't know. Um, What can people expect What kind of jokes can people expect from Patrick as we're wrapping this thing up?
1: Man, expect it to be relevant. Expect it to be uh, raw. Uh, And I don't mean raw in the sense of curse words or anything like that. But, uh, you know, like, we're just going to keep it real. We're going to keep it 100. Uh, It's going to be a special moment, I mean, how many times can you think
0: of where comedy was done on the platform, like, so, with two brothers, two African-American brothers in a time like this? So, uh, I mean, enough said, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do, do you want to, um, as we're concluding, do you want to, you know, uh, give us a joke um you know whether it's a knock knock joke or you know why did the chicken cross the road do you want to leave us with anything or we just gotta wait until tonight
1: man as much as i want to give you you know i, I it wouldn't be right if i didn't get you something you know but i gotta you know at least leave you with something to know on until seven thirty. but uh that's why you guys need to tune in 7:30 May 15th PST. Make sure you take note uh, that is Pacific Standard Time. So if you want to know, then you tune in and don't
0: miss it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that was the the words from my youngest brother, Patrick as he will be taking a stab at comedy. Hopefully he digs deep and gets the the, the people that come online chuckling and laughing. I'm in full support of him as a a comic myself. And so y'all stay tuned tonight, 7.30 p.m., May 15th. Until next time, this has been another episode of Fatherhood Fridays. Um, Y'all take care. And we are out yeah